You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hello and welcome to the Retro Detroit Nerd Fighters Podcast. My name is Ian the Well-Informed. I'm here with Phil the Philobatch. <laughs> Got any stock tips, Ian? I'm looking to get in on the market. Um, I, um, oh, I'm, used I'm to sorry. Watch you... <laughs> I used to watch Sonic the Hedgehog, but not anymore. <laughs> well, I'm you sorry. see... You see, if I if I wanted to uh, to stock items at Kroger, I mean, I, I would, or any other grocery store, would you have any happen to have any tips for that? No, <laughs> no. Um, yeah, um, yeah. I um, yeah. I um, wouldn't know what to tell you about that. <laughs> um. <laughs> Um, do you mind if I change the subject for one moment? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. And then go back? Yeah. Well, so, yeah, yeah, we'll definitely circle back to uh, to Game Stonk here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so I know uh, I know that you um, played on the uh, – you know people from Red Wings, right, Dave? I mean, I used to a lot more than I do now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you heard of a like a news reporter named Richard Curbello? <laughs> no. By chance? No, no, you don't. Uh, no, like um, um, most people know him from hockey. Uh, as like a news reporter for um, what's it? Um, for like Detroit type. Um, Sports like Detroit Red Wings and Detroit, uh, like, uh, not Detroit Lions, Detroit Tigers. And, um, this week I believe he actually passed away. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> um, um, not because of COVID, um, just a failed collapse. Oh, okay, oh, okay, yeah, I just Googled quick. Yeah, he's the guy that died because, like, during a randomly, he was having a normal colonoscopy and, and wound up dying. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I didn't know him that <laughs> I didn't play any of those professional sports, but I knew him from, um, I knew him from Coles. He was, um, one of those people who was, I would say, an excellent customer service person. Yeah, yeah I mean, he's, he, yeah, I mean, he's a guy and having now having just seen his picture. Yeah, I mean, I remember seeing him around. Um, I mean, I wouldn't call him a friend or anything like that. I, I, I mean, honestly, I, I know more just because of reading the stories about, you know, the declining situations at, at Beaumont. Um, because they've been outsourcing uh, various departments, people have been quitting and leaving. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I, it's it's a really screwed up story. Yeah, unfortunately, he uh, he means a lot to a lot of people, and um, I mean, especially within 
especially within um what's it called um within sports media and in retail where i used to work so gotcha yep um yeah um Um, so there's two things that broke the internet. Do you, um, and when I say you, I mean, Phil, um, (laughs) um, um, do you want to talk about how Bertie broke the internet? Like, all right, well then I'm, I'm, I'm I'm going back to my coffee. Have fun. (laughs) Oh, well, where, where wasn't Bernie Sanders uh, last week? Uh, I put him on. <laughs> I put him on the moon with the um, ET picture. <laughs> nice. <laughs> next to the next to the to the rovers that are up there. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I wherever yeah. we definitely had our had our fun with that with that meme. So yeah, I was just like, I was. Ho- <laughs> Me personally, I was hoping that it would um, um, it would have more happened closer to the weekends, so that you could have like weekends with Bernie, things like that. <laughs> memes, because it would have um, it would have probably had more days to be a high charging meme, but well, it, you can't it, win them all. <laughs> can't win them all and you know it's it's been there done that you know we've had our fun and let's move on let's move on to stock tips <laughs> stock tips i mean yes. i was i was wanted to um i was gonna start the intro with saying my name is robin hood the well-informed but <laughs> i don't think robin hood was informed <laughs> no um i think uh think robin hood uh you know and uh, when we say robin hood in this sense we're talking about the investment platform that markets itself as being for the little guy they, they showed the, i think they showed their who they really were this week and i have a feeling we won't be seeing uh, too much of them in a while whether they just go away or they rebrand or yeah it's it's not a good look for them and one of the um, one of the uh, places, like a, we know, we take a lot of stories from Philip DeFranco, and he was like, "I'm never putting them as a paid promotion again. They're not mm-hmm. getting sponsored on my show ever again, <laughs> mm-hmm. no matter how tempting it is." <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> um, for anybody let, who doesn't know. Let- yeah, let, let's back up and put put the story into context here. Um, the there there's a there's a there's a subreddit called uh, Wall Street Bets, and they had gotten wind of a particular stock in this case, uh, GameStop. Um, you know, a bunch of through a bunch of uh, head a bunch of head funds had collectively shorted. Um, 120% of the available GameStop um, stock that's available to purchase. And for those of you who are bad at math, um, 120% means that they had shorted more stock than is actually available in the market to buy. 
So the Wall Street bets uh, submarket um, took. Oh, and these uh, hedge funds took a uh, took a short position on this stock, which basically means they were betting on the stock to continue to fall. And we know GameStop as a retailer isn't doing that. Do, isn't doing so hot. Um, they're managing to stay afloat by I don't know how. Um, must be black magic at this point. But the point is, they're still around. I mean, they have Freddie Fizeme, so that's true. Yeah. But I don't think that's enough. <laughs> no, I don't think it is. Um, you know, I think that they were and continue to they were and continue to circle the drain. But that's beside the point right now. Um, the Wall Street bets uh, sub subreddit had uh, noted that you know the uh, the the shock w- the stock was shorted. Um, to you know, based on 120 percent of the available stock in the market, so they had the bright idea: Hey, let's buy a whole bunch of cheap GameStop stock um, using various investment platforms. Um, one of them being the being the Robinhood app um, was, I think, the primary vehicle for this. Um, and the long story short, and because I don't really understand the stock market, but things happen, and the price of GameStop stock went up through the roof, um, and continued continued to go up. I think it went past Bernie Sanders on the moon. Um, but the <laughs> uh, the the end result was the stock went up from about two dollars a share to I think around three hundred. And continued to climb, and then basically putting all of these hedge funds who had bet on the stock to fall, putting them in a very awkward and perhaps you know bankrupt you know a, a position that could lead them to be going bankrupt. Um, and you know, and and the all all basically causing financial markets to go crazy, financial media to go crazy, saying, what are these guys doing? You know, inviting calls for regulation. Um, You know, Jim Cramer losing his mind on CNBC. Um, And then, but uh, those, the loosely organized uh, group on, on the, on the wall street bet subreddit is continuing to hold and putting these hedge funds in a very awkward position. And as somebody who's cheering from the, who's watching all this from the sidelines, um, I'm, I'm cheering on the subreddit. Um, you know, I'll know mm-hmm. that uh, nobody likes hedge funds these days. Um, I think, you know, they, they kind of do, they, they're, people think they're, you know, just a bunch of billionaires and that's probably what they are. And, you know, I, I think these, uh, I think if these uh, hedge funds cut out the uh, $5 lattes and the avocado toast, I think they'll get back on their feet in no time. All sarcasm intended. Yeah. It's just, um, I'll go into a little more detail. I, I've done a little bit of stuff before. Um, (laughs) I've worked a little stuck before, like the what uh to your point, it was uh, around two to four dollars um when all this started. When all this started and then it sky uh 
first day it um it saw a massive spike, it went to like a hundred fifty. Mm-hmm. And then right. and then and then the next day it went all the way up to three seventy. Mm-hmm. Per share. And then the thing about these hedge funds with their short positions, you know, they, you know, um, without, you know, I, I have a very basic understanding of what it means to short a stock. Um, basically, these hedge funds borrowed some stocks, sold them, and then they have to return the stocks by a given date, you know, at whatever the price happens to be. Generally, you know, this happens when the stock falls. So if you buy if you buy a stock for let's say two dollars, you're expecting to have to return it at a price of let's say seventy five cents, um, and then you you come out ahead. Um, but when you short a stock for two dollars and then it goes up to three hundred, you have to still return that stock by a given date, even if the price is you know some thousand of percents over what you, what you shorted it for. So that's that's how these hedge funds are losing their shirts in such yeah. a short amount of time. They're, um, it's not by a certain day. It's it's same day. <laughs> for oh, one. is it? Yeah. Okay. It's same day. So they sell a they buy it and then they either immediately or almost immediately sell it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then they have to return the stock like by the end of the day, or is that is that what you're saying? Yeah. And so, um, because they want that price, uh, they want that price to slowly go down, so that eventually they um, get a return on their investment mm-hmm. hey, because they don't. They don't want like the access dividends and to have it show up on their taxes. Uh-huh. Because if they lose money, they gain money from like taxes and things of that nature. Mm. But um, but because it kept going up and up and up and up and up and up, <laughs> it um. Yeah, they're losing their shirt because of it, and so they have to now uh, pay taxes on those bets. And um, subredditors were like, "Do you?" Uh, <laughs> I want the best memes were like, "Do you even know how GameStop works?" Oh, I don't think we covered how Robinhood got, you know, how Robinhood, the app, came became a part of the story. Um, as the GameStop stock continued to, to climb, um, the Robinhood app actually um, blocked new, you know, folks from buying additional GameStop stock. And I think there's a couple other stocks involved in the story. But if you've heard of this story, it's with GameStop. So that's that's where we'll focus, um, and then uh, yeah, that I, that you know, fo- and I think folks rightly saw that that was a violation of the Robin Robinhood mission statement. <laughs> yeah, it was. 
Yeah, it was like a violation of the mission statement. And uh, from what I've heard, it's um, it was encouraging people. Um, no, it was forcing people to sell their stocks, no matter um, no matter the cost. And that's uh, that part of the story. Very bad that, look. <laughs> yeah, that part of the story I hadn't heard. Um, I just heard it as I, I heard some rumblings about it, but I didn't see it from enough sources to really take it seriously. But uh, I definitely you, heard about I've definitely heard that Robinhood was stopping folks from buying new GameStop stock. Yeah, they're forcing. Yeah, you could buy and you could only sell your stocks. And that's mm-hmm. a very right. Yeah, you could only sell image. or you could hold or you could hold. But either either way, that's that's a bad luck. Yeah, for anyone, anybody in the stock market, that's a bad, that's a very bad look, especially mm-hmm. seeing that, um, especially for extended periods of time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I personally, <laughs> a, the best meme that I like is that they're taking from the rich to give to the poor and they because of GameStop they did crown a new um billionaire <laughs> somebody who was uh poor ended up becoming a billionaire out of all this so oh really yeah i hadn't heard that but that's <laughs> good for them yes um but yeah but then Robin Hood did the exact opposite. <laughs> so, <laughs> from a from an out from out, from us outsiders looking in, it's just funny all around. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure that the people who were bought stock from Robin Hood app um, are royally pissed. <laughs> And they should be. And they should be, yeah. But, yeah, it's like... (laughs) I'm happy I don't... I'm happy I don't have any stock in Robinhood. I have um, Mm -hmm. a few in another place, but... Yeah. Yeah, we talked about... um, We talked about how Robinhood broke the internet... Bernie broke the internet. Um, how about a third? <laughs> third time's a charm, right? Sure. Yes. Uh, one of our favorite, um, one of our favorite people we like to interview, like we take news from, is um, Jim Sterling. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, he went online last week and. Um, Announced that he was um, base changed his name. He goes now James Stephanie Sterling. <laughs> okay, that I hadn't heard. He um, says he's he, he's come out as trans, non-binary. <laughs> I thought I heard something about that. Yeah, so I keep seeing memes all over the place that he is um, 
memes that he created that he's um um gender trash now so <laughs> so i don't know too i i know i know that we wanted to talk a little bit more about people in the trans community i don't um necessarily know a whole lot about non-binary i know i know like from a i'll do my due diligence with like <laughs> um as somebody who has autism always um always um don't assume um mm-hmm. uh, ask what their preferences are <laughs> right. um, ask questions stay informed <laughs> mm-hmm. in that sense <laughs> but yeah that's a his um his gender doesn't reflect how um on the type of quality, the type of quality content that he makes. He makes mm-hmm. great content. And I'll always say this, that his format, um, the way he presents himself has changed over the years, um, especially mm-hmm. after um, after the death of Total Biscuit. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's changed considerably, but other than that, he's a, I would say, a pretty great person. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. But I don't know what to say more about that. <laughs> well, what do you think? Yeah. Um, I, I don't watch, you know, I don't watch him all the time. Um, um, actually, I'm not sure what pronouns he chooses to use right now. Uh, his pronouns are, uh, he, him. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So I'm, you know, I don't watch him all the time. Um, no, usually I watch, watch his videos when he's picking on EA or Ubisoft or, uh, I think 2K is another one of his uh, constant targets. Um, I don't enti- I don't agree with him 100% of the time. Um, but I th- I do think, you know, his 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 voice is is a good one to have in the conversation cuz he does does stand up for the average consumer who's does tend to get lost a lot of times. Yeah, I mean in terms of Games that have microtransactions or loot boxes or things of that nature. He's always one to <laughs> make sure people are informed. And yeah, he, in our show and his show, we don't see eye to eye on some things. Yeah, I don't agree with everything he says, but he's. Yeah, like I, I can't, I'm, you know, I don't always agree with microtransactions most of the time i don't but i can't go i can't go as far as 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 uh james and say 
you know, just because a game has microtransactions means it's automatically trash. I, I just can't go that far. I'm like, I, I um, went on to a stream yesterday and uh, they were giving out a free download to a game called Ninjala. <laughs> if you've <laughs> ever heard of it. Uh, that's yeah. I think I've heard of that. That's on switch, right? Um, yes and no. It's actually, um, on the switch. Okay. And so it's a free to play game. Um, right. um, there are microtransactions in it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. uh, for what I, um, a, my, my sort of goal, a, my golden rule with like games that have microtransactions, if it costs as much as, um, it doesn't matter if it's cosmetic or if it, um, if they unlock this, if there's story content on it, I just, um, if it costs around the same as a regular game, all the, uh, microtransactions that I'm pretty good with it. If it's more than that, then I'm not. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I, th- I think that's where I usually land as well. Um, you know, um, but like, you know, I think, you know, I, most of the time, you know, m- microtransactions for like premium currency, or you know that that's where I where I think a lot of a lot of issues are, and I think you know a lot of it's sold as you know you're you're paying you've paid for the game, you've paid you now you're going to pay for additional currency so you don't have to play the game because it unlocks you know um, things that you could have found in game but might take a while. That that's that's where I start to get lost. Um, yeah, uh, and and yeah. If you if it's like anything like like the first like Call of Duties, when and I bring this one up um, every so often, like. Um, if I um, if when the game comes out and it's fifty dollars and then there's the microtransactions that are a hundred, a hundred fifty dollars. And what, <laughs> what like, are you buying? I mean, what are you buying with these microtransactions? Is it the premium currency or the cosmetic upgrades or like? Like a new map or a new oh, gun okay. or something like that. It's Call of Duty. It's right. Um, and for mature, I, have, I have, yeah, I haven't played Call of Duty since Black Ops, since the original Black Ops. So, yeah. I mean, if the if you can um, a year and a half later go to Target or go to GameStop and see that the game is twenty dollars with all the microtransactions and DLC, then no, it's not, it's not worth buying. It's, mm-hmm. it, it's just, uh, at the end of the day, that's, um, 
That's some <laughs> pretty shady. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I I preferably uh <laughs> um not that I like Call of Duty games or first person shooters. I'm not very good at them to begin with, but um if I were um um yeah um I wouldn't want to spend that much anyway. So <laughs> so right. I mean point. I mean if it's you know and I, I you know sometimes I'll I'll buy I'll hold out for if it's a game I'm interested in but you know I know I'm not going to get to it for a while maybe I will hold out for the quote unquote game of the year version that's you know be out in uh after a year after the game originally came out and will include all any DLC. Sometimes I'll hold out for that. It's, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, I think, you know, when you, when you, you know, in, in, I think call of duty is a good example of this, you know, that that's a game that, that what I hear the game, that's, that's typically one you have to play in its moment to get the most value out of, out of the multiplayer, which is what I think most people buy, buy Call of Duty for. Because, um, you know, if you if you wait that year and a half for the for the complete version to hit target, you know, then might be nobody's playing the multiplayer there. And, yeah, then, yeah, you, that wasn't a good, you know... I guess it just depends what you want to get out of, out of out of a game at the end of the day. That you know, do you want to play it for the story? In which case, you know, yeah, it's all it's always good. You know, wait till the time is right for you, or do you want to play with your friends in multiplayer, or you know, have some fun in some multiplayer? In which case, you might better off sticking on sticking to something new. I mean, when you look at. Uh... Um, games in general now, given COVID and things like that, there is a bigger market for. Um, there has been a big market for those type of games because it's the like the only way to interact with people. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, <clears throat> I was I was watching a video from um, Game Theory yesterday. It, the video came out yesterday talking about how uh, people and disposable income, <laughs> mm-hmm. and how like the games market was like we're going to um, we're going to lose share from this pandemic and um, uh, logistics people couldn't be more wrong. <laughs> <laughs> in that, in um, within that space, like um, Matt Pat goes into the um, um, their logic was that people will um, buy game. Uh, people will stay at home, they'll have less disposable, um, they'll have less disposable money, and so then they'll buy less games, but in contrast, it's people have less money, 
people have nowhere to go. People will want to have entertainment because they have mm-hmm. nothing else better to do. Games go up as a result. <laughs> right. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and so because of that, a you see um you see games like uh Animal Crossing and Fall Guys and Among Us getting a lot more attention than mm-hmm. originally planned. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think you know, I think with Among Us that came out, I think originally in 2018, and just kind of blew up this year. Um, um, the developers of that game were like, "We're going to make um, Among Us too," and then decided to cancel it because it was like, "Why don't we just?" Built on what we have. <laughs> yeah, the ch- it's, yeah, it's I think, just I think that's, Yeah, and I think that that sounds like a more pro-consumer move to as well. So, and I mean, if you're wanting to play like a one-player game by that same developer, uh, Innersoft, it's what it is. There is the Henry Stickman series too. I'm not doing any. I'm not doing any promotion. I'm just. <laughs> I've I've never heard of that one. Um, I I thought I thought that Among Us was the only game they had they had done. So, and, but then and, I you know I I do need to give Among Us another try. Um, maybe now that it's on Switch, maybe that's 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 where I can give it a shot. It's and, only five bucks, so it's worth it. I um I call it ultimate social engineering because you have mm-hmm. to <coughs> sorry um, in case you didn't know like um, what I mean from social engineering is um, it's a it's a cybersecurity term it's mm-hmm. convincing it's talking in order to gain access to things you normally wouldn't be able to. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's just like, oh, you're the imposter. You get all these items that you're not used to getting when you're a crewmate, things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, I like that. I like that game quite a bit. It's hard to get people though <laughs> together to play with 10 people and no is that uh, is that a game that's bet that's good to better with people that you know or is it better with with random folks or does it seem to make a difference if it's with random people they tend to um um uh leave early so if you get it with friends then they're much more likely to stick with you. Okay. It's good if you have like it's good if you have something like Discord or mm-hmm. something like this, like Zoom or uh, Google Hangouts, so that mm-hmm. you can um, you can um, hear what people are doing and do something like proximity chat. And, right. Right. Yeah, so but yeah, it's a it's a fun game if you add things to it. 
I see. Um, yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not familiar with uh, Discord, so I'd probably be lost there too. It's it, it's a good it's a good platform. It's mm-hmm. you can do recordings and things of that nature, and uh, talk to people on there. It's like a what's it called? It's like a message. It's like a forum, basically. Okay. Yeah, it's a forum for um, chat, um, texting the people and voice recording. So, pretty good. Uh, um, I'm good to use. Um, mm-hmm. I recommend it. <laughs> okay. Um, no promotion there, though. <laughs> okay. Um. um It, um, speaking of software that works, um, if I ever talk to you about, uh, Black Nerd Comedy or the person who created Andre, I don't don't think so. I've, I mean, I'm, I've heard of the channel, but that's a, that's about it. I've not really explored it, so. Okay. Um, Black Nerd, or um, <laughs> I like to call him Andre 3000, but it's just Andre. He um, Andre 3000 but, is somebody else entirely. <laughs> but yeah, he's so, it, Andre 3000 is someone else entirely. Um, yeah, I'm being serious, and please call me Ian. Um, <laughs> but no, like one day. Andre went to customer service and um, because he's been on the YouTube platform since 2007 and was like, he was like, I, he was like, I want to make sure that my access and login and everything was um, working on the front end and the back end. And so customer service um, assured them that it was and that they would uh, take care of it. So they, of course, made a ticket and uh, (laughs) solved the issue, the end. Mm -hmm. Not really, though. (laughs) No. Um, So... What had happened, <laughs> he posted a whole video about it, um, is that when he looks at the back end, when he sees the back end catalog of his videos, he could see them. Mm-hmm. But every single video that he had <laughs> on the front end, like his consumer base, none of them could see his videos. Oh, that's that's not good. <laughs> He was like, oh, he logs into another account and that's not him. And he sees none of his videos. And so he's calling up customer service again, is asking what the F happened. <laughs> I'm like, that, hey, that, um, that seems like a sysadmin issue, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. 
that sounds like a sysadmin problem like I've ever heard of one, um, being one. Um, it seems like a, a, uh, uh, being on, uh, working for other companies as a sysadmin and then mm-hmm. seeing this, it's, he calls it a glitch, but it's not a glitch. It's, it's probably, um, what probably happened <laughs> and it took him a long time to get all the videos back. I think he's got all the videos back now, but, um, mm-hmm. good. Uh, um, uh, one of the, um, what probably happened is back from 2006 to 2010, there was that point in time when um, um, it went from that you were defaulting from any email, you could use you could use AOL, you could use Yahoo email, you could use any one of those emails. But then when YouTube got bought by Google, the default became Gmail. <laughs> uh huh. And so. So what happened was probably a sysadmin took access off of one of um, the um, non-Gmail email. And because both of them were tied together, somehow it took off everything on the back end, on the front end. <laughs> I've, I've seen that happen. Um, um, working with GM and <laughs> um, fortunately like with GM we had backups and we're okay but in the case of YouTube no <laughs> I mean he's posted so much content they probably have never had that <laughs> never had that situation happen before <laughs> mm-hmm and so, so from a um, um, so the sysadmin and their boss and other people who are probably working the front end just took the videos and repasted them back onto the site and the rest was history, but it's like that had to, that must've been a nightmare on their side. (laughs) So if you're a, I would say if you're a YouTube content creator, we're not, if you're a YouTube content creator, please, um, you don't request this until you get a statement from YouTube and form other content creators that this is, this is an issue <laughs> that's not easily fixable. <laughs> but that's all I have to say on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. Oh, Phil, as a content creator, what do you think about that? 
Oh gosh. I I just think, you know, if you're if you're a content creator, it's it's, you know, it's good to know how to how to keep control of your content. <laughs> that's that's kind of like the most basic thing. Yeah. You just make sure you dot your I's, cross your T's and <laughs> Be prepared to have some stories about YouTube in the future <laughs> mm-hmm. if something goes wrong. But I just found that kind of interesting how that's that's a first even from um I've never heard of that happening before till now. But, mm-hmm. but let's see. Um so Phil, uh what's that um picture behind you? <laughs> that is a scene from Watchdogs Legion. Oh, okay. I thought you were making fun of Jamiroquoi <laughs> at first because of the You mean um, some virtual insanity there? Virtual insanity or can't eat, doesn't matter either way. <laughs> mm-hmm. Jamiroquai, that's a name I've not heard in a while. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So is that game out, or is that just a... Yeah, Watch Dogs Legion, it's been out since... It came out in October of last year. Um, I'm playing it on a PlayStation 4, but there's a uh, PlayStation 5, 5 version as well. You know, if you can actually get a PlayStation 5 and not have to deal with the scalper, but if you want a PlayStation 5. I did not. No, there's not no reason for me to upgrade yet. Not until not until uh the new God of War comes out and it's PS5 exclusive. But the rumor is that uh the new God of War is gonna be a be cross generational as well. So I've heard great things about those games, but mm-hmm. um, yeah. Um, and the only other gaming news that that caught a lot of attention was the vampire for Resident Evil. Did you oh. see that? Yeah, apparently she's like eight feet tall. Yep, an eight foot. <laughs> tall female vampire that is uncomfortable to say the least. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I didn't watch the trailer that closely, but the bits of it I I did see. I didn't get. I didn't figure. Did not figure out she was eight feet tall. So yeah. maybe I'll have to watch it again. I I just like watching the pictures. I'm not a Big Resident Evil fan, even though maybe I, go, I should be. <laughs> I go back and forth on that series. I still, I do want to try the remakes of Res Two and Three. So, I'm just mm-hmm. waiting for the price on those to come down, so or I can get a good deal somewhere. Yeah. 
Yep, I've I've seen gameplay of one and two, the originals. Um, um, I like how they're a I from I like how they look <laughs> for mm-hmm. the most part. Um, but yeah, um, that's all I have. Do you have anything else on this topic? Um, no, not right now. Um, might have more to say about Watch Dogs Legion another day, but we'll save it for now. All right. Um, and two weeks ago, two weeks ago, something big happened, and now news uh, tends to not be as big as usual. I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> you mean all the whole world believe breathing a collective sigh of relief that uh, a certain someone's no longer on Twitter? Um. Yeah, quotation marks. Um. <laughs> it, uh, it it does feel like it's reduced the temperature, you know, the temperature in the room to to varying degrees. So. Yeah, uh, it's it's somewhat calmer, <laughs> and in that mm-hmm. fact, um, I know that there's some there's a lot more hardworking people in general now. Just um, um, I would say less conspiracy theories, less um, less of that, oh, less chaos. <laughs> They're still out there. They're just they're, high, still, they're just they've just been driven to the dark corners of the internet. Yeah. But for now, I appreciate not having to engage with that nonsense on a daily basis. So. Uh, less consistently, more. Uh, yeah. It. It feels different. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And in this case, different is, I believe, good. <laughs> there's still some work to be. There's still a lot of work to be had, but it does feel better. <laughs> yeah, and if we can keep lowering the temperature, I think you know maybe we maybe things will really do really will start to feel normal and less like a calm before the storm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is calm. And speaking of uh, cold places, um, have you heard the news about PinguinCon? Well, I I know they've, you know, I think they're planning to go virtual again this year. Um, I think I saw that they weren't, that they weren't going to try to do an event this year again. So it's in a way it's good that uh, at least the decision was made early. So the plans can be made based on that. Um, not good that it's, you know, they can't do their thing in person again, but you know, that's just going to be the way for a while. So. Yeah. And it's, they're putting safety in first. Um, mm-hmm. That's the, uh, 
it is the right thing to do. And um, based right now, cases are going down. <laughs> For now, yeah. Now, I mean, they're saying the in February, um, given the trends, um, we should see a spike in February. <laughs> um, Is that going to coincide to the restaurants reopening in, in Michigan here? I hope not. Uh, <laughs> but, um, I mean, I haven't eaten in a restaurant since this whole thing started, so... I think I think somewhat um I think the messaging like with this um president and the people behind him um <laughs> I don't know there may be a small spike but I don't see the I don't see the spike that they're going to talk about I think it might level down within this next, it might not be as bad um, as they say it's going to get, but I'm still somebody on the outside looking in. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're playing it safe. (laughs) I mean, at least I feel now, you know, we have actual scientists, you know, we're getting going to get good information from them. One of the challenges last year was just it was so hard to get good information um, because the most prominent source was just so untrustworthy. So, but, you know, that just made it hard to find good information. And hopefully, you know, hopefully now, you know, we have folks in charge who, you know, can tell you know can tell us yeah it's gonna suck but you know be ready for that instead you know, but you know here's here's where here's the light at the end of the tunnel instead of you know a message of well everything's rosy and everything's perfect go out you know go out to restaurants and spend money when we can see with our eyes and because we know math you know we can see the statistics and so well the statistics and what we see don't match up with what we're te- what you're telling us. So what's going on here? Yeah. I mean, I do hope that president does use a Sharpie at some point in time, but I mean, for the most part, yeah, the, the take uh, from, the data that is getting posted is <laughs> we have reason to believe that it's accurate or in this case, logistically accurate <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because there's um, because I know how like grant funding works and uh, things like um, HUD and um what's it called CDC, how they, um, how their programs work to a sense, um, to a point, not to a sense. Um, but yeah, it's, um, going to be 
interesting these next few months. But then we are seeing people getting more vaccines, and which is which is good. And uh, hopefully, the uh, the you know we can get some coordination on the vaccine rollouts, you know, between the state and federal and local governments, um, which I think will now start to happen. And I think that'll be that'll be the best thing to really put this pandemic behind us and get life back to some you know to whatever normal is going to be once we can all go outside again. Yeah, and we actually have vaccine and healthcare data. What mm-hmm. a novel concept! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what about yeah? It's nice that you know we're using data to make decisions and not just what we want to be true. Because yeah, we all we all have certain things that we want to be true, but acting as if it's the case doesn't make it so. And I think yeah. that's you know that's one of the lessons of the of the last year of you know just just watching all you know all the various responses to the pandemic all across the world. Yeah, and yeah, we need to bring in a guest that was named Kane so that in this segment we can say you can't handle the truth basically but anyway I think we're I don't think we have anything else though. no um, I think we're about out of time here yeah but yeah Bill where can we find you well Always and forever, hiding out uh, in my basement um, and wearing a mask when I go outside and waiting for my notification that my vaccine's ready. Yeah. Um, I expect to be waiting a while since I'm not in any of the high-risk categories, but we'll wait and see. Yep. I'm going to be doing the same thing, um, just building on... um, just working. You can find me at eInformed.com. Informed with an A. And you can find this podcast at um, Retro Detroit Nerd Fighters on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and other fine streaming services. Um, as always, um, wear a mask. Don't wear the mask. <laughs> um, and Wash your hands. So- Wash your hands. Sign up for your vaccines with your local health department. Yep. um, Don't forget to be awesome. Don't forget to be awesome. Thank you. Have a good day.